Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show we're going to be giving our one word predictions for the All-County Football League Round 7 action which takes place uh, this weekend. We'll also be looking ahead to the Cavan ladies who take on Armand the Ulster Championship on Sunday in Clonus and the Hurlers who are taking on Longford in what Ali Bellew describes as an All-Ireland semi-final. Um, a massive, massive game Saturday afternoon, 12 noon in Pierce Park in um, in Longford. So we'll hear from Ali Bellew a little bit later on. We might go ladies first, Paul. Um, taking on Armagh after that disappointing performance, disappointing results against Donegal two weeks ago. Now they take on the reigning Ulster champions who comfortably beat Donegal last weekend. I think there was eight points between the sides. They're taking them on in Clonus in St. Chernos Park ahead of the Ulster Senior Championship final between Armagh and Derry. So we're expecting a big Armagh crowd, hostile environment. The, the, the odds are stacked against Cavan here. Yeah, the odds are certainly stacked against Cavan Damien. I haven't seen any any betting on the game, but I'd imagine that uh, Armagh are going to be red hot favourites to win this one. And I, I suppose the, the last day, like you said it yourself, was a very poor performance. Only scored four points, went a long spell without scoring. Like Cavan are better than that, surely. And you'd like to think that there'll be there'll be uh, a good kick in Cavan now because there'll have to be really. Like I know they're up against it, but maybe. Maybe they'll be able to channel their energies into this one and and use all the sort of uh, divisive stuff that has gone on and use that as as motivation for them. Um, that's probably Cavan's only hope at this stage because looking at the league where they where they won three games in a row by a point, like there was no shortage of resilience and um will to win there when they were coming through those tight games. But uh, you know, when you see a team winning three games by a point in the league. You know, it'd be foolish to to immediately make a judgment on the on the team, like because you do need to see more games in that case. Like, or were they lucky to come through, or mm. or were they deserving winners? And it looks looking at it now, it looks like they were kind of they were maxing out to uh, to get those three one point wins. So it's good. <clears throat> it's going to be a big ask. I suppose the fact that it's on also final day is a great stage for Cavan, and you'd hope that they might step up. Yeah, it. Do you know what? <laughs> It's a shot at nothing here, you know. As in, I don't think the pressure's on Cavan. I don't think that that they, you know, nobody outside of maybe the group themselves are expecting it enough. This group, so it's a great opportunity to go out and express themselves with with no fear. And if mistakes happen, mistakes happen. But the big thing for this Cavan point of view, particularly coming out of the Donegal game, is they've they've got to get a little bit more potency in attack. Their their attack was limp. 
and that's the big big thing for this team and this is a great opportunity for them to go out and, and try to increase the number of shots they take and the number of scores that they get um, now having said that Armagh are from what I've seen of them last year in particular incredibly well organised defensively counter-attacking game is excellent Mackin up front is probably one of the best if not the best forward in the country at the minute um, so you know they're, they're going to have to be mindful of all of that but all that considered, what's the worst that can happen here? Everybody outside of the group are expecting Calvin to lose comfortably, you know. So because it's a good opportunity to go out, express themselves, play the game that they want to play, not not play with any fear at all. And, and hopefully we can see a performance. Result will take care of itself, but a performance and an attacking performance, I think, would would kind of turn the corner for these for the girls going into the All Ireland series, um, but in order for them to win or to make it through to the final, they have to beat Armagh by more than four points. I think it is so, um, and in in doing that, then they'll knock out Donegal. But um, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll have a reaction to it um, on next week's podcast. But wish the girls and 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 all the very very best of luck. There will be live updates on uh, Shannon Side Northern Sound. So if you want to tune into that, you can get that over on on the radio station. Um, we'll jump into the hurling then, Paul, because a big big game. Um, before I get a word from you, let's hear from the Cavan manager Ollie Bellew. I spoke to him last night. So delighted to be joined by Ollie Bellew ahead of the Laurie Maher uh, travelling over to Longford on Saturday morning. It's an early throw-in, um, 12 o'clock or 12 noon. Ollie, I suppose it's, it's it's not an ideal time, but and it's not going to be an easy challenge. I know everybody's on a high after the, the Lancashire game, but two wins um, in their opening two games for, for Longford, they're, they're going to be a stiff enough challenge. Yeah, of course they are. Um, they'll certainly be smarting from the, the league game uh, earlier in the year, but that's all forgotten about behind everybody now. Um, they're they're still in the hunt for uh, a Larry Maher play, final place, uh, as are we. So it's all to play for. Like this is this is an All Ireland semi final and, and everything but name. Um, so you can imagine uh, where we are. Like we're we're on a we're we're kind of feeling good about finally getting a performance out of ourselves um, for a long period of time uh, last Saturday um, so you know we, we know we have it in the locker well we've always known anyway but we know it's starting to come um, but look it's it's all our semi-final we have to we have to concentrate and not play on the occasion and go out and do what we're doing in training and to be fair uh, they're looking quite good they're looking quite good um, the past two weeks so yeah, everybody's in a good place I suppose when 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 you look at Longford's results, they beat Leitrim by by four points. The win over Warwickshire, albeit it's in Longford, is the, is Warwickshire's form surprising you considering they beat Cavan in that opening round? No, listen, I've I've never seen the players and and the boys, the backroom team, and everybody as down as we were over the Warwickshire thing. We we're coming off the back of a a high from the league and. We had taken a breather in training that week, and maybe trying to, I suppose, keeping eight nine weeks of of high intensity training going. Um, if you take one night off, it kind of releases the gas, and and we found it hard to build up again. And and that's my, you know, I have to throw my hands up for what happened to Mark Sherlock. Like, there's nobody else to blame for that but me. And 
that comes from you know just maybe not reading the room properly. Um, but it, it only took us until the Tuesday night to get refocused and re-energised, and, and Monaghan then became our, our Everest. We had to go at it um, because of slip up there, and we would have been gone completely. And as this team does, it bounced back and showed what they're made of and did everybody proud. Then we backed it up against Lancashire. Um, and now we just have to find it one more time again. Uh, we really need to back up those two performances and keep doing what we're doing. Everybody's reasonably well, uh, reasonably fit. Um, we're obviously getting a bit um, stretched now at this stage of the season. It's so compacted and everything's on top of each other. But if we can find one more big push for Saturday, then we've got three weeks to really get everything in order. So, look, um, we're, we are we're looking forward to it. We we know it's all in our hands, and and if we hold to the to the best of our ability, that the result could look after itself. You know, look looking at I suppose the game ahead, a slip up then puts pressure on going into the final game against Leitrim. So it's um, it's one that definitely there, there can be no opportunity to take eye off the ball. No, there's 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 no room there's no room for a slip up at all on Saturday. If there's a slip up on Saturday where mathematically we're still there, but it's not in our hands. Um I think this this year, this season, we played everything on our terms. Um and the adversity we've been hit with we bounced back and we've tried to learn from it and push on. There's no room for learning curves this Saturday. We have to we must get the job done. Um the Lancashire game, the modern game was big, uh, given it was just off the back of Warwickshire. The Lancashire game was massive, given that they were favourites for the competition. But in reality, now I think this is probably the biggest game over three years, the three years that we've been in charge for the last four. I really do think this is the big one. You know, we've we've we just have to go out and perform. We have to go out and do what we do, and that's fine. It's easy saying that, um, but if you're looking at it from the outside, from the supporters' point of view, or from from the county point of view. It's massive. It's an all Ireland semi final. We we desperately, desperately, desperately want to contest this Larry Maher final. Um, we desperately want to win it. And we now have, you know, a great backing behind us. Having people are really starting to buy into the hurlers. And I think I said to you before, you know, we are so grateful for that. But it gives us energy. And if those people can be there again on Saturday, it'll keep us going. If we get tired in the last five or last ten, or if we're under pressure in the first five or in the first ten, you know, a good crowd and a good support will always drive you on. So, you know, everything's on, on Cavan's terms at the minute, but we really have to drive this on on Saturday. There was a, a huge emotional high after the Lancashire game because of the 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 size of the performance put in by, by the lads. Um, I know from a supporter's point of view, there was a, there was a massive emotional high. Uh, was it hard then to kind of, Settle back down and, and and get to the task at hand at the following training session. Were were lads just floating in for the following training, or what way did you approach that? There, there's a couple of aspects to it. Like these guys, mental focus and strength, they're unbelievable. You know, they were coming in at half time, um, and we, you and I spoke about it before, the, the noise in the stand, the stand ovation, everything was so emotional. Like, I mean, it was un- unbelievable. But there was actually a couple of senior leaders in the middle of the team telling everyone to drown it out, let's get into the rooms and let's get focused, let's get focused. We did acknowledge it, but they're so driven. Um, we had thought about taking Tuesday night off after the Lancashire game, and then we sort of put it in perspective. You know, 
that's when we've had a dip in performance when we've taken a night's rest or taken a night's break. So Tom had them back out on the Tuesday night and, you know, it was straight back to work. Um, I remember the emotional high of the, the All-Ireland semi-final two years ago in 21 when we went to the Mahar final. And I remember being on the pitch with you afterwards and, and like, you and I both know how emotional it was and how, how everybody was just on an absolute high. These boys don't allow themselves to get in the high. Um, they would only get in the high when the, when it's all over and done with. When this when this championship final is over and done with, if we can get there, um, everything else between now and then is just a, a building block towards it. So, you know, they're so professional, they're so focused and so driven. You, you couldn't work with a better bunch of boys. Yeah, well, look, it's set up. It's set up really, really well for for Saturday. As you said, a win over Longford means that both Lancashire and, and, and Longford stay below you no matter what happens on the final day. So it it is that All-Ireland semi-final mathematically and it's a, it's a massive opportunity to get back to an occasion that the lads have some regrets, I'm sure, from reaching that final the last time and maybe underperforming. So um, grabbing this opportunity is massive. Yeah, um I've spoken about it before, and I'm not doing a disservice to the fellas. But when we were leaving the pitch and croak, I remember saying to Tom, like, just looking at the lads, you could see them sort of enjoying the moment, even after the final and after the defeat, and had children on the pitch and, and family on the pitch and stuff, and they were enjoying that moment, and, and rightly so. But privately, we had sort of said to each other, look, you know, they're not hurting enough. You know, if you, you've just lost an All Ireland final, you, you kind of expected to see a wee bit more hurt or negative emotion and I, and I, I know it shouldn't be about how this boy shouldn't be hurting but it really should to me that suggested that our final was the semi-final and that we had created a bit of history and we had bought into the occasion and we enjoyed the moment and everything else and that's granted they're great memories for everyone else this time you know people like you know Tom Crodden and, and Bomber you know maybe towards the latter stages of their career could easily have said we've had enough and hung the boots up they're not back here to muck around, you know, they're back here with a purpose. And I think anybody that saw Palmer's double save um, against Lancashire last week, sort of only 10 minutes into the game, knows that that man's putting everything in the line for Cavan. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, if you can't do it for Palmer, you can't do it for anybody. That guy gives everything, every single night he goes out there, you know, trained and all. No matter what it is, he, he gives us everything and yeah, I just think we're we're very focused and very driven, and and if every couple of wee things maybe go our way this weekend, we'll be we'll be golden on Saturday and and give ourselves a crack at rectifying what happened before. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead, and the surrounding counties for over fifty years. A family-owned and family-run business. Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Do you know what? I... I... (laughs) I just love listening and I love talking to Ollie Bellew and Tom Mannion and a lot of these horrors because there's such honesty. They're, 
there's none of this, oh, look at you, it's cautious and uh, we have to be careful. The honesty of we've got to get to the Laurie Maher final. We've got to go one step forward than we did two years ago. You know, we were treating this as an All-Ireland semi-final. This is a massive game. Nothing other than a win will do. It's refreshing, isn't it? It is, yeah. Well, like, it's it's honest, absolutely. Like, and it's a good way of looking at it, an All-Ireland semi-final. That is a nice little... Um, sort of catch all term there to focus the mind. Yeah. You win this; it's essentially is a semi final. You win this game, you're in a final, um, more more than likely. So, um, I was I was looking at the table earlier, David, and I know, I know people have been bemoaning the lack of goals in her in the last few years. And I think in the Liam McCarthy, there might be more goals this year than there has been. There's definitely no shortage of goals in, in the Laurie Mar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Lan- Lancashire have actually scored five goals in in their three games, which is which is amazing scoring. Uh, Cavan have scored five and conceded eight in their three games. Um, Longford opponents on Sunday, they've they've uh, scored four goals and conceded four goals. Uh, Leitrim have scored four, conceded five. Warwickshire have scored five and conceded four. Amonaghan have scored three and conceded six. So yeah. there's, in, in Lancashire's three games, there's been 18 goals, which is un, unreal stuff. Like, So we were we were making a big deal of Cavan weren't scoring enough goals. Um but they rectified that there the last day with that that terrific performance against Lancashire. Uh, so if they can keep that going, like that is going to be absolutely key here. Um, looking at Longford's results, like they were beaten by seven points against Lancashire. Uh, they had a massive win against Warwickshire, and then they beat Leeds from twelve points to eight, which is a which is mm-hmm. a, a very low scoring game. When you consider Cavan put up, was it something like two fifteen in in eighteen minutes or something mad? Um, to win again twelve eight in Championship Hurling is very low scoring. So it, it looks from the bare bones of that, it looks like Cavan could have the measure of Longford, or certainly Longford are no better than Cavan. So uh, obviously Longford have home advantage, but I would say I would say Cavan are going to go in here as favourites. I'll have a look at the odds here now while we're talking, but I'd imagine so. Yeah, it, it it's it's one of those ones that it's it's kind of a cautious favourite, I think, because Longford coming down at the start of this year would have been expected to be ahead of Cavan, but Cavan obviously beating them in the league earlier on and then going on to win the league um, has has elevated Cavan at the moment. So I, I'd imagine that, that Cavan will enter the game as favourites. But Cavan are Cavan are favourites, but it's very tight. Cavan are five to six, Longford eleven to ten. I was just gonna say by no means a gimme. Yeah, very, very tight. This Longford team has experience and it has success under its belt. It knows what it takes to win, to win Laurie Maher. Um, so that counts for an awful lot, I'd imagine. Um, but I, I just, I think that Cavan and Ollie Bellew and Tom Mannion have done something here that that's not that easy to do. They have the players focused on performance, and I like the way Ollie, and I don't know if I believe him, but I like the way he, he takes responsibility for the Warwickshire performance um as a manager. Like he, he says, look at we, we we tapered off a little bit and, and we we released the the gas out and we just couldn't get the, the stop valve in, you know. I, 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 I like the idea of it. Um and maybe maybe there is something in that. Maybe, you know, tapering off and, and trying to build up again. But maybe the other thing I was thinking of after was maybe they needed that defeat to Warwickshire. Maybe they just needed a little slap on the face to say, if you're not at the top of your game here, you can be beaten by anybody. But when you're at the top of your game, you can beat anybody. And that's mm. that's that fine, fine balance. And and I think that that listening to Ollie there 
I think they've 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 struck that. He's definitely struck that. He knows the the components that are necessary for Cavan to win games. And I think he he seems to be reiterating that to the group all the time. But as as he said himself there, he's full of praise for the players themselves, their attitude and their application. And I think it does speak volumes because how many times do you go to the old cliche, you never go back as a as a manager, yeah. you ne- never go back. But he himself and Tom wanted to come back and in coming back, they've actually brought the thing forward from where they, they had left it off. So yeah. it, it, it speaks volumes that there's a connection with the group. And and I had this conversation with a, another uh, football manager the other day who we were just saying about how certain teams and certain managers don't just click. And it can, it, it can be the case that it's a good team and a good manager but they just don't click together. And then a manager, that same manager can go on to another team and have massive success while, and the, the team can go on to another manager and have massive success, but just sometimes it doesn't click. This is one of those ones that clicks and it really clicks. It's clicking. It, it's evident from the outside that that this is a, a bunch that are hungry and motivated. It's got all the signs of clicking, including lads who are, you know, wish they were getting more game time, wish they, they were on the team, but they're not throwing toys out of the pram. They're they're working hard and they're 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 fighting hard for places here. So I think it's a it's a healthy environment that the Cavan Hoarders are in at the moment. Well I think the stats back that up as well, Damien, because with respect, like over the years there would have been a lot of years where Cavan were losing ninety percent of their games. Last year I think they lost all their games. And that wouldn't have been uncommon for the Cavan Hoarders. Like Cavan Hoarders were struggling um for a long time as we know. But how many games do, have they actually lost under Oli Bellew? It would be very few, really. Like I know they lost to Warwickshire, which is disappointing. But like they're after having a great league. Um, they're after winning rounds two and rounds three here in the championship. But the last time he was here, they, they only lost one game, I think, in the Laurie Matter, which was the final. Because I think they drew it for Mana and, and then they beat Loud. So they don't lose many games. They're, they are a hard team to beat, which is why the Warwickshire result is is annoying more than anything because mm-hmm. that was a game they should have won. And if they got them in, in round two or three, probably would have bet them out the gate because like, that's what's happening in other games. But it seemed to be a perfect storm, that one. They were missing players. They had to they had to go over to, to Birmingham. Interestingly, there's a double header there this weekend. So Lancashire are playing Monaghan and Warwickshire are playing Leitrim. And both those games are at Park Neher in, in Birmingham. So that'll be interesting now because that's going to mobilise... The, the GA community over, over there, the Lancashire people and the, the Warwickshire people, whoever's involved in Horland will be at that game. So that could be that could be a tough little cauldron to go to now. Like Leitrim are 10 to 1 on to beat Warwickshire and probably the surprise element might be gone with Warwickshire after the beat Cavan. Um, but you just wouldn't know, like I wouldn't be backing them a 10 to 1 on anyway. Lancashire are 6 to 4 to beat Monaghan. Um, again, like that one would be interesting because they showed that they can score plenty against Cavan. Like they, they hit five nine against Cavan. So I know okay, the the league three twenty nine and that's that's very poor, but um they also put up four fifteen, beating Leitrim by nine points uh away and also beating beating Longford. I would say they're surely worth a bet at six to four. Um oh yeah. In in yeah. Birmingham with a big home crowd on a double header. And uh, from what from what I've been told about the pitch in Birmingham, it's it, it it's not a big pitch. It kind of it suits them over there very much so because the you know the spaces are tighter and therefore the athleticism maybe doesn't 
doesn't uh, become as big a factor, which was Cavan's big advantage over Lancashire. They, they were able to outwork Lancashire. Um, so yeah, that that that's a six to four there. That's definitely value. I'd say I, mm. I'd imagine so. I think so too. Yeah. It's it's a good. I haven't have not seen either team playing. I'm very confident that that's a good bet. <laughs> <laughs> Given my uh, my limited expertise on on the on the subject, I can highly recommend that you do this. <laughs> um, but sure, that's that's the we are Calvin podcast for you. Okay, uh, look at very best of luck to to the lads. Uh, to or sorry, uh, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon midday in Longford we'll have reaction here on the station or on the podcast um, next week there will be updates on uh, Shannonside Northern Sound as well um, from 12 o'clock on that game so looking forward to that one okay Paul I suppose before we get into the predictions we'll br- bring a bit of breaking news I always kind of it's not really breaking news because it was broken on WhatsApp, which all news is broken on these days. Um, but Mullahorn are without a manager. Um Shane McCabe and um Ryan McCluskey. Uh, Ryan McCluskey have, have uh, stepped away. So there's there's turmoil with the dreadnoughts. Yeah. That I, there aren't many teams to go through as many managers as Mullahorn. There's I can think of quite a few Mullahorn managers who have haven't seen out the season over the years. There's been a few now. Um. So, yeah, maybe maybe now that the common denominator is smaller horn, but uh, that was one. I know last year, like there was some grumbling going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane McKibb was over the team last year, and he's no local selector. And I remember a Mullahorn man saying to me like that mightn't be the smartest move because, and in some ways maybe it's not a bad idea because you're coming in with a completely clean slate. But you know there were some people saying to me like he he was playing some lads who were maybe training very hard but they weren't necessarily the best players and you know maybe other lads should have should have got a little bit of leeway um given given what they had done over the years and stuff like that but now I just heard that second hand but um you know they, they were they were were reasonable in the championship last year. In fairness they are in transition like but uh, I don't know what the straw was that broke the camels back there but it was uh, an incident allegedly uh, before the the Crucial Law game, um, something happened in the dressing room. Um, now I I didn't hear the the absolute specifics. Um, but it was it was a divisive incident anyway. And then when it came to to training on Tuesday night to try to iron it out, um, it wasn't. It was too big of a bump to iron out apparently, and and management stepped away. So it was um. Yeah, like it, it's. There, I have to say, it was a volatile relationship. Like I seen, I seen the league final last year. Uh, there was drama along the sideline during that. You know, it seemed to be a volatile relationship. And yet, I will say, I do think Mullahorn made progress under them. I, I, I do think they've got better. Is that as a result of of what the lads were doing, or? Is it just that there's some good young players coming through? It's no nobody can say that definitively, but I do think Mullahorn have actually got better in the last maybe eighteen months. So well, they, they won three games in, in the group stages last year, which we hadn't seen them doing too often. And yeah. um, now they did get an awful hammering from from Calvin Gales in the middle of that, where they, where they were dreadful. But a good win against Lara, like um, beat Lavi as well in round four. Which, mm-hmm. So like that—that that was a decent. With the players that they had, they also took Rammer to a replay in the quarter final. So like, that's right. That's like, right. 
that's honestly that's as good as Mullahorn could hope for. I think last year anyway, like with the with the with the mix that they had in the squad and they were replacing lads who had been there a long time and so on. That probably wasn't. You have to judge judge them on results, as we were saying the last day. Like and mm. to win to win whatever it was. So they played six championship matches. They had four wins, a draw, and two losses. That right? That's seven. Uh, sorry, yeah, they won three in the group and lost one, and then. Uh, yeah, so they, they, had, they had three wins, a draw, a draw two losses. Two losses. Senior yeah. championship, probably respectable enough, but... Well, it's probably uh, the best record Mullerhorn have produced in the senior championship <laughs> in quite a number of years. Yeah, like there was one year there, if you remember, where they, they won the first game and then lost three and sort of limped into a quarterfinal and then actually yeah. took Kingscourt to extra time. But, um, yeah, look, you don't know what Mullerhorn... A new manager could come in now and, and get the lads reinvigorated and Mullerhorn could actually start playing out of their skins now because there's a... Yeah. There is championship pedigree there, like, and they are always able to up it on a given day. The worry, maybe, is that well, Killian the Gunner will be out injured for some time. Um, Cormac O'Reilly, I'm told, is going to New York for the summer. Um, so along with who else did I hear that the 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 team might be breaking up a little bit, um, in the short term as well, so or medium term, so. That that could be a problem as well, and maybe that can reflect on management's decision to to step away as well. Um, mm, so, so yeah, it's hard to know. But they have two wins in the league out of their five games and a draw. So, you know, they're they're on a fifty percent return out of the five games mm. in in the league. Um, they're at a crossroads now, so we're very interested to see where they go from here. It really will. It really will. But we get into the one word predictions. Um, yeah. Starting off with the Romar Energy All County Football League, um, all of these games I think are Friday night. Let me just double check on this. Uh, Friday evening, twelfth of May, uh, seven thirty throw in for all games bar Mullerhorn Gowna, which is at eight o'clock. But we we'll start off Kingscourt Stars against Rammer United up in O'Reilly Park. I'm gonna jump in ahead of you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna jump in ahead of you, but I was gonna go Rammer. Okay, I'll take a note of these, Damien. Okay, I actually I I I have them loud anyway. Okay, Bally Hayes against Lacken in Bally Hayes. I'm gonna go with Bally Hayes here. I'm gonna go with Bally Hayes, yeah. I'm thinking about going with Bally Hayes for my last man standing. You know the way I'm still in it. Oh, it's a low blow. It's a low blow. I I, I, I hold I hold absolute disdain for the information that I was given about <laughs> Drumlane missing players and without being told about Dara Dolan and, and Cormac Flynn being back on the starting team. But have, anyway. to do, have to do your own research at this at this level of the game, Damien. Selective information that you you kindly shared with me, Paul Fitzpatrick, and and, and I blame the person who sent it on to you as well. Might like to see Ryan Conley again. Anyway, <laughs> Arva against uh, Krushala. Krushala. Krushala win here would be a surprise, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Castle Rahan hosting Calvin Gales. Calvin Gales flying high. I'm going to go with the Gales on this one. I'm going to go with a draw. Oh, it's a big call. You're chasing them. Killigarry after me hammering you last week. Lara and Killigarry in Lara. Oh, Lara to bounce back. Given that Killigarry will be out there currently, that's I presume. They will. Fergal McKenna is out. I, I heard a rumour that he suffered a... Um, uh, an injury at the Cavan Gales game. Um, that that will leave him out for a while. He'd, he'd be a huge loss. 
be a massive loss. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with them though, even though I'm not, it's not a confident vote at all. I might just go with Killigary on this one. Um, if Fergal McKenna is missing, Jack McKenna is missing. Paul Smith is still such a huge asset. Yeah, no, I'll go with Killigary. Um, Mullahorn Gauna in Mullahorn Friday night eight o'clock on their lights. Gauna. I'm going to go for the referee on this one. <laughs> um, no, I, I'll. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to see. Yeah, no, Gauna. I'll go with Gauna as well. Um, okay, into the Wilton Waste Recycling All County Football League Division Two. Again, I think it's on Friday evening just to bring these up as we go. Lavi are hosting Drummalee. Lavi. So this is at seven thirty. Um, Lavi, yeah. Lavi, Lavi. Have to go with Lavi as well. Unfortunately, Drummalee need all their bodies back if they're going to be competitive here. Uh, Cornafane against Shercock in Cornafane. I'm going to go with Shercock. Oh, well, I'd go with Corner Fane, but it's not a confident vote here. I'm going to go with the draw on that as well. You know what? Okay. I'm going two draws here, yeah. Right. Knockbride hosting Beltorbet. Knockbride. Beltorbet on a bit of a resurgence, but I will go with the home advantage for Knockbride. Baileyborough um, hosting Cuhollands. Cuhollands. Same with me. Uh, Butler's Bridge hosting Templeport. Bridge. Yeah, I'll go with the bridge as well. I was tempted to go for the draw. Could Hill hosting Bala McHugh. I go with Could Hill on this one. Could Hill. Uh Killing Care hosting Drum Lane. Good one. Mm. Mm, that's I yeah. I, I was told Drum Lane are missing twenty five players, <laughs> um, including Ryan Connolly and Patch Corrigan. So I that, uh, that'll be a high scoring game. That will <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I'll go with the killing care, lads. My heart is saying killing care because I obviously, dis- obviously. I, I dislike Drum Lane at the moment after that information <laughs> last week. Um and because my heart is saying killing care, I'm gonna go with Drum Lane. Gonna cut put the Donahue course on the Drum Lane and go with Drum Lane. Um, so we, we, we hope hopefully it comes true. <laughs> uh, okay, into Kite Powertech All County Football League Division Three Red Hills. These are all over the place on the weekend. Friday evening, I think Red Hills are hosting Mount Nugent out in Max McGrath Park. Mount Nugent. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm right on the fixture here. Yeah, so it's Friday evening, seven o'clock. Um, yeah, I'll go Mount Nugent on this one as well. Uh, then we're into Saturday at six o'clock. Strange time for the game. Uh, Corla hosting Mahara. None of them are going to Kingspan Breffney. Corla. Definitely go with Corla. I never putting the jinx on to Mahara again. That's that. Um, this could be the one though. Jump this could... Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Don't be saying that. He'll will jinx them. Uh, every one of them could be the one. Let's let's just leave it at that, okay? But we will be watching this one. I know I'll be in Kingspan Breffney watching Twitter to see if either are tweeting it. <laughs> okay, Kill uh, on Sunday are hosting Den at twelve thirty. Den, yeah, very hard to look past Den at the minute. Although Kill are going very well, um, they they could cause them problems. Shannon Gales hosting Drumgoon at one o'clock down in. Park Gale and Shanana, is it? Yeah, Shannon Gales. 
Shanigales Sunday. Connor Miner could be playing this game. Connor Miner alone is two words there, man. Come on. The one more predictions. I have to think as I'm going through these as well and, and I think and talk. You can you can th- you can think in more than one word, but you, you can only verbalize one word in this in this <laughs> Yeah, I'll go with Shannon Gales then. So um okay, final yeah, final fixture of the weekend is Muncher Connacht against Kildallan. It's at two o'clock in Muncher Connacht on Sunday. Munchies. Munchies for me too. Okay, that's all the predictions for the weekend ahead. Uh, wishing all the teams the, the very, very best of luck. Um, we'll have our review of the All County Football League on our diehard service next week on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. We also look back on last weekend's action if you missed that already. Uh, we had a bit of a rant and a rave about the Talchon Cup, which would become as a huge surprise to everybody that that. Um, we 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 went off topic when we were talking about the Cavan Miners and previewing the Leash game into a discussion on the importance of the Talchon Cup and where Cavan will treat it or how they'll treat it. That's all over on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan if you want to subscribe to that for the minimal fee of five euro a month. So, uh, great great value for that. Um, so best of luck to the Cavan uh, lads seniors take on Leash. Saturday evening. Best of luck to the Miners who are in the All Ireland or sorry, the Ulster quarter final against Donegal um at six thirty. So it's after the Cavan Leash game. And of course to the Horlers who take on Longford, as we mentioned earlier on, and the ladies who take on Arma. Busy weekend for us Cavan GA followers. Paul, thanks William for your time. Thanks, Demo.